Hello and welcome to uh, another episode of the Round the Outside podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day um, and thank you for coming on and listening. Um, today's episode um, was made was it was meant to be made yesterday. I'll be honest um, because I'm going to be uh, showing you guys my uh, predictions for the Premier League season, um, which starts in about an hour uh, by the time um, at the time of recording. So I'm going to do them live. Uh, usually I have like pre-made predictions, but this time I'm going to do them live. Um, and yeah, let's, let's jump straight into it. So I've got this um, thing on the BBC where I can break the, predict the entire table. I obviously haven't done this before because I don't really want to have like, I, I don't want to have a, like a set prediction. I sort of just want to do it naturally. So um, we'll go from top to bottom. Yeah, let's go top to bottom. Why not? Um, we'll start with the Premier League champions. Uh, okay, this is a tough one because this is definitely a season where I think all the teams, like, all the teams in the think, like the top six teams, I think from last year have a chance of winning it. So what I mean by that is probably Man City, Arsenal. United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Newcastle, Aston Villa, I think as well, also have kind of a chance. I won't say Tottenham though. Um, so yeah, this is a tough one, but I think I'm just gonna go Man City. That's I think that squad's way better than the others. I just I think because the investment Arsenal made, obviously they City lost in the Community Shield. You could sort of have the belief that they won't go on and win this win the title this season. But I think my feeling is they won't do the treble. Obviously, I'm a Man United fan, so I am kind of biased. Um, but my, I don't think they'll do the treble again. It's very hard to do that two seasons in a row. But I think they're much they're clear of the rest in the Premier League. So I think they will go four in a row. Yes, four in a row. Yes, four in a row. Jeez. Okay, second. Um, hey, this is where it gets tough, the top four. Uh, apart from City, it's pretty tough to predict. Okay, let's go through this one by one. Arsenal have invested a lot. They've looked pretty good. Chelsea have also looked pretty decent. Liverpool have been beaten by Chelsea to Moises Caicedo this this morning, actually, which is very unfortunate for them. Although I, I do think if they get Lavia, that could help them a lot. Oh, Man United, we've, in, we've improved a lot. I think we've taken quite a few big steps in terms of, you know, we've got a new goalkeeper. Rasmus Hoyland has come in. I think I hope he's going to do some really good things. Uh, I don't think we'll get honestly this season. I don't think we'll get um, to challenging City. I don't think anyone will challenge City. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Arsenal. Yeah, that's probably that's pretty pretty logical. I think I'll go I'll go with Arsenal second. Okay, third. This is an interesting one. Um. I think I'm gonna go with Chel- yeah Chelsea because I think they they've let the Deadwood go. They've all obviously invested quite a lot. Nicholas Jackson I think will do pretty well um, as the main main man up front. And Kunku will um, pull the strings. I think he'll also do very well in the Premier League. He's done well in preseason. Them as a team have done well in preseason. I think the thing is with Chelsea they can have a really bad season, and the next season they'll clear the rest. Like I remember in. And the season that Leicester won the league in 2016, the season after when Antonio Conte came in, 
Chelsea were far clearer than the rest, and they won the they won the league. I don't think they'll win the league this time. Though. I don't think they'll take that big of a step. Um, I think I think they'll get top four pretty comfortably. Okay, fourth. Okay, this is a tough one now because there's three. Um, I want to see four teams that could get into the top four. I think Aston Villa are definitely going to take another step forward. They've brought in some really good. They've invested very well in the squad. Unai Emery's cooking up something and doing very well. Um, who else? I think Liverpool are still missing quite a few pieces. They're missing a centre back, a right back, probably to back up Trent. Another midfielder. I think that front line's pretty good, um, but I think that will cost them. Uh, now it's between United and Newcastle. Um, you know what, I'm going to back us. I'm going to back us. I'm going to back Man United. Um, purely based on the fact that we won't be as consistent, but I think I think Newcastle will pressure us to go all the way and just, just scrape in that top four. I think City will be too far. I think we might be able to compete with Chelsea, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure yet. I've I, I stopped making predictions about Man United going into a season because it can either start off so well, we win like our first five games, or we can be 16th after like 10 games and then we'll climb up as the season goes on. So, you know, you never really know what to come, what's to come with Man United. So I'm going to put them fourth just for safekeeping. Fifth, I'm going to go Liverpool. Um, pretty self-explanatory. I don't, I think McAllister and Sobosai are good, but they've lost quite a few key players. Like Henderson, Fabinho. So that's not, that's not amazing for them. It was, they were meant to rebuild their squad this summer. They haven't done that. Um, so I think fifth is pretty a f- pretty fair estimate. Um, sixth, I'm gonna go with Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. Um, just about, and I think seven. I'm gonna go Villa. It'll be cut. It'll be close with them for the last Europa League place. But I think that Newcastle would just about edge it. I'm not. I'm. I'm honestly not sure though. I'll be honest. Oh wait. No, it's it's not it's not Europa League this year. They're doing the there's like the new Champions League format. Oh yeah, so they so so there's like two new so it's two teams to like each. Oh, I I've, I've I'll explain the new Champions League format in another in another episode. I I've I've honestly not gone into many depths of it myself. Uh, eighth, uh, I'm gonna go Tottenham. Pretty spell explanatory. I think Postacoglu coming in, obviously it wasn't their first choice of of manager. They wanted Nagelsmann, but I think Postacoglu is still a very good manager. He can take them. I don't think I, I think he can take them in a good place for the long term. I don't think they'll start winning trophies straight away like what Eric Ten Hag did because Ten Hag was Man United's first choice. I think if he gets the backing over a certain amount of years, I think Tottenham could push to get back into Europe again. But without Kane, it's going to be very tough because he's going to buy in Munich. Okay, ninth. Uh, the last few spots in the top ten. I'm going to go... Um, it's got to be some sort of surprise package though that like shoots up the table. Uh, I'll go Brighton. I'll go Brighton to be safe. Yeah, they've lost quite a few of their key players, but they've still got like talent uh, brewing through and they still got talent coming through their ranks. So I think they they won't drop off massively. Uh, Bournemouth, Brentford will be hard without Ivan Tony. I think. Um, 
they'll need quite a few. Like I think they'll need Mbobu. I think I, I honestly can't name more than five Brentford players. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't. I haven't researched into their squad enough. Uh, tenth. I'm gonna go with more of a su- surprise package here. Um. I'm going to go Burnley. Yeah, I'm going to go Burnley. I feel like, yeah, they won't win this the game today, obviously, uh, um, against City. But I think over the season, I don't think they'll get relegated. I don't think they'll be, like, challenging for Europe, though. I think they've had a pretty moderate summer. They brought in James Trafford, uh, who did very well the England under-21 uh, squad. So they shouldn't, be, they shouldn't do terribly. I, I think they'll just about finish mid-table. Um... Right, 11th, I'm going to go... Oh, it's split, I think, West Ham or Brentford. Uh, I'm going to go Brentford, and then 12th, I'll go West Ham. They both invested... I, I don't think Brentford invested as much, but West Ham, have, obviously, they're, they're going to get James Wood-Prowse, Harry Maguire's coming in, um, which might not be the best for them, but uh, obviously, they've lost quite a few key players. They've lost Declan Rice... Gianluca Scamacca, and they've not been able to really... I mean, they're bringing Anton Alvarez, but he's not a, a direct replacement for Declan Rice. So I don't think they'll be like what they were last season, which was getting close to winning the Conference League. But I don't think they'll be close to relegation either. I think they'll just about... I think they'll finish 12th. Right, 13th. Uh, oh, this is tough because... I was gonna, you know, I was gonna say Wolves, but I, I don't think, I think they're gonna fall apart this season because they've sacked Lobotegi, they've not um, invested well in their squad. So I'm gonna go with for thirteenth. You know, what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Lord to my my local team. I'm gonna say Lord to Crystal Palace. Um, for those who didn't know, I used to when I was living in the UK, I lived pretty close to the Crystal Palace Stadium, so I went to watch a few uh, Crystal Palace games, and that was pretty fun. But yeah, I'm saying no to Crystal Palace. I think they made quite a few very good signings. I think um, they said that I, I I saw an article. They signed that Wonder Kid from uh, Flamengo. But Roy Hodgson's um, on for this year. Obviously, they lost Wilfred Zaha, which isn't ideal. But he has a really good impact on the rest of the squad. I think they should go as a. So they should be fine. I think they should. So they they should be. Um, uh, benefiting a lot. I don't think they'll get relegated, obviously, but I think they'll they'll avoid it. Obviously, I don't think the relegation battle will be as close as last year, where it was like up to twelfth. They were separated by about two or three points, um, which might help Crystal Palace. But I don't think it will be like that wide open. I think it'll be down to the bottom five teams, probably up to fifteenth. I think will be pretty close. Right. Uh, speaking of that, okay. No, actually, we've got fourteenth still to go. Um. I think, do I really think Wolves are going to do that badly? Um, yeah, actually, no, I do. I do. I'm going to go with Fulham because they, they did drop off a little bit last year. But, they, I mean, Mitrovic isn't really going to play for them. But they made some decent signings. Not like front page and back page head, uh, headline, headlining signings. But they've made, like... Casual investments, and they've still got a pretty decent squad. So, also they have also Fulham have a really good advantage at home. They they have like a Craven Cottage is an absolute fortress. So I think that will help them. Right, fifteen. This is why I think the relegation battle will get pretty close. Um, 
15th, I will go for... Um, oh, I'm not sure. I th I think 15th, I will go with Wolves. I, I, I think... I don't think they'll get relegated, Wolves. But I don't think they'll be challenging for European football. I think that'll be very tough for them. Especially Gary O'Neill. I think Gary O'Neill is just... He's just walked in two days before a Premier League season. He's going to take quite a long time to figure it out, and I think that will hamper them a lot. So, 15th Wolves, 16th. Oh, I really want to say Bournemouth will survive. I don't... I, you know, 15th... Oh, 16th, sorry. 16th, I'll go... It's Bournemouth or Everton. I'll go Bournemouth. Yeah, I'll go Bournemouth. Um, I... I, I I'm not like I'm. I've not seen what they've really been doing over the summer. I won't. I won't lie. I paid a lot of attention to them, so I'm not really. I'm not expecting a lot from them, but I, I'm not expecting to get relegated because they did pretty well last season. But I'm not expecting them to do unbelievably bad. So that'll be interesting. And then seventeenth, you know, obviously who we're going to put Everton. Um. I just don't know what it is. They just have a knack of finishing 17th and just surviving by a whisker, which I think is what happened this season because they've not made a lot of good investments. They've signed like two players. So, yeah, I think there's, I think a lot of, I think Everton fans should be pretty worried. They've let a lot of uh, their first starting 11 players go and the board have not given Sean Dyche a lot of money to play with. So, I think it's going to be a tough season for Everton again. Although, which is kind of sad because I do want to see them doing well, especially because they got a new stadium coming in 2025. Right, 18th. These are obviously the relegated teams. So if you've already if you noticed by now, the relegated teams are gone for Nottingham Forest, who have not made a lot of obviously they've not made a lot of like big signings uh, this summer. So I think they'll obviously struggle. Though I think they've only made like two signings compared to last season when they had about. 20 or 30 new signings and they just about survived. So I think it'll be pretty hard for them to survive this year. Sheffield United because that's, that's just what they do, I think. And also, they let a lot of their really good players. They let they let Sander Burge, their star midfielder, go to Burnley, which is never a good look. And then 20th, also obviously, Luton Town. I'm so sorry. I, I really want Luton to survive, but there's... It can't happen. It just can't happen. I can't see it happening. It's, it, it's, it's a, it's a slim possibility. Um, so that's my final Premier League table. Uh, I'll go through it again. I've gone for Man City to win the league, Arsenal second, Chelsea third, Man United fourth. The two Europa League spots or Champions League spots maybe, Liverpool and Newcastle. Then Aston Villa seventh. I've gone for Tottenham, Brighton, and Burnley. And eighth, ninth, and tenth, respectively. Then, then Brentford, then West Ham, then Crystal Palace, then Fulham, then Wolves, then Bournemouth, then Everton, and then the three relegated sides: Nottingham Forest, Sheffield United, and Luton. So now, I'm going to make a couple side predictions and like top scorers. So, my top scorer this year is going to be Erling Haaland. Obviously, I mean, he scored like forty last season. I, I don't think he'll stop. Uh, biggest surprise, I'll go Rasmus Hoyland. I think he'll, he won't get, like, Haaland numbers goals, but I don't think he'll get, like, 
three or four. He won't be like Lukaku. Um, so I think if he gets to like 15 or 20 goals, I think it'll be a pretty good season uh, for him. Considering he only got nine goals last year for Atlanta, Atalanta. Um, so I'm not, I'm not expecting much from him, but I'm also not expecting too little because he is the missing piece for this Man United squad. Okay. Um, by this table, my biggest um, flop or my, my most like overrated team for this season would probably be Liverpool. I feel like everyone's expecting them to finish at least second. Like that's the bar for Liverpool. But I don't I don't think they'll be good enough. I think if they get top four, I think it's a really good season for them. Um honestly with the resources they have, new captain, new vice captain, I think it'll be a real struggle for them. But obviously that Jurgen Klopp, probably one of the best managers in the league, should be I think hopefully he ignites some sort of spirit in that team that can get them Back, um, back to where they belong, which is hopefully near the top and challenging Man City. But the big summary is no one's going to challenge Man City. They'll win their fourth in a row, but the top four will be pretty close. It could honestly go up to like eighth, where second to eighth could all could all be like challenging for top four spots. So those are my Premier League predictions. I'd love to hear yours in the uh, Q and A on Spotify. Anyway, that's all from me. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you for the next one. Bye-bye.